0: Genoa.
1: This is Yusuf.
0: And this is Flask- In Entertainment.
1: Hey, hey, what's going on, everyone? Um, yeah, we're in March and we're counting down to the big night, the night of the stars, uh, the Oscars Academy Awards. And we are doing a review of Oscar-nominated films this month. Uh, and the next uh, next up uh is the Guillermo del Toro movie. Film Nightmare Alley.
0: Yes. So this is about an ambitious carny with a talent for manipulating people with a few well chosen words hooks up with a female psychiatrist who's even more dangerous than he is.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And the cast uh, is Bradley Cooper, <clears throat> Tony Collette. Um, uh, we have Rooney Mara. We have Defoe. Dave hey Blanchett, Ron Perlman, Richard Jenkins, Mary Steenburgen, and uh, David Straight, 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 str- Burn. I, I can't pronounce. I yeah, that works. that works. Yeah, that guy, that guy. <laughs> uh, and like I said, the movies directed by the the Guillermo del Toro. Um, <clears throat> for those who don't know about Guillermo del Toro. Um, Here's a couple of things. Yeah, where have you been? Uh, Watch more movies. And uh, he started off with... uh, Oh, we still got to do Chronos.
0: Oh, yeah. I I did that, like, back when we were in college and Friday night, when you weren't going out and you'd go to the Blockbuster and, (laughs) like, pick up, try to find the most random video VHS tape that you could find with the like most random photo on the front. Uh That's how I discovered. (laughs)
1: Uh Oh yes. You're like, Oh, who is this crazy director? Uh, Yeah. So that um, that was backbone. And then he picked up the sword, so to speak, and did the second blade. Um, Then he followed that up with Hellboy in 2004. Hans Labyrinth, 2006. Danny uh, he did Hell uh, Hellboy 2, 2008. Pacific Rim, 2013. Um, Crimson Peak, uh, 2015. Genoa's uh, personal favorite, The Shape of Water. <laughs> the Shape of Water. Uh, and now, uh, we have Night Alley.
0: Yes and he's in um post-production for a live action Pinocchio, which should be a real mind fuck yes. based, based on the trailer
1: yeah. give him a Pinocchio yes like give him all of those fairy tales that involves puppets or wizards or whatever monsters yeah. just, just give it to him
0: right. yep yep <laughs> um so Nightmare Alley is actually based on a book from the, I think the book was written, released in the 1940s. And there was a film based on the book that came out in 1967. Um, in an interviews, Del Toro has said that it's not a remake of the film. It is a reimagining of the book that was written by Lindsay Grisham. Hmm. Or,
1: well, William Lindsay Grisham. Man, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm like curious, you know, about the book. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, like, so he pretty much kind of expanded upon the book, or he just kind uh, just took I elements think,
0: in. I think it's basically the book, except for the last scene.
1: Oh, gotcha. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 Okay. So we're not going gonna... <sighs> I mean, to. Yeah. That's, yeah. We're not going to spoil. The last scene because the last scene is pretty much everything, like, <laughs> and don't want to give that away. And you know, also, we're gonna try to stay more, we're gonna try to stay as general about the story as we can. Um, right,
0: so yeah. the, the story really follows Bradley Cooper's character, um, and he is basically in every single scene. And which is odd because he doesn't actually talk till like 11 minutes into the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just sort of a quiet following him of what's like him leaving his house. Obviously, something traumatic happened there, him discovering a Carney attraction that he then gets a job at. And then finally, he starts to uh connect with folks there. Mm-hmm. And the first person that he meets is Tony Collette's character. Uh and this is actually the first film where he he did a full frontal nude scene, although I totally missed that. I know he was naked.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Oh, was it's, it when he was getting into the bathroom?
0: That, yeah. Yep.
1: He yeah. Fly, he flashed he flashed you know, whatever. <laughs> You it's flashed John. on. Um, yeah, hello, you know, the things you do for your craft, I guess.
0: Yep. <laughs> um, so it's his first nude scene in a movie, which is sort of hilarious. But he meets Tony Collette's character, who is a seer. She reads tarot cards, but really... <laughs> The thing with Sears is they really can read people, and not necessarily cards. Um, there's some people, some people that can really see. If you believe in that, um, but most people are just reading the person across from them.
1: Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. And so, and he's he falls, you know, for you know one of the ladies that's in you know the Carney circle within this group. Uh, played by Rooney Mar- Mara, um, and they take a liking, and then he starts to give it, you know, more or less, give advice on how to up the showmanship of the attraction they're doing uh, that involves kind of like sleight of hand, kind of like fake electricity and bolts, and make it like the the fake out, like you know, she's getting electrocuted and all this stuff, and you know.
0: Which so did you notice when she gets electrocuted, the scream?
1: Hmm. Oh, (laughs) will will him scream? (laughs) Yes. yes. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, I'll tell you, like I think I'm gonna have to from here on out, you know, have to put that scream in, even if it don't involve anyone screaming. Just like somewhere, does have to put it in there. (laughs)
0: Um, uh, <laughs> I feel like yes. At, at some point, one of your films needs to include
1: yeah, the scream. The scream, yeah. I think that. I think that's the unofficial kind of rite of passage. I guess where, like if someone hears that scream in your films, like okay, he's ready. Let's give him like the multi million dollar deal. Make <laughs> like a movie. He, he cracked the code of the willow scream. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I didn't notice that. I, I didn't even notice that. That's funny. But, yeah, uh, yeah, and then we have like the, the, then we have the William Dafoe character. Oh, so. I mean, this dude. How, it's weird. Like, he's one of those MVPs of acting throughout the decades. Like when you see him in movies, he always. He always give it to you. I mean, and he haven't had a. He never, He never. He never won. He haven't won an Oscar yet. I, I don't think, think so. he
0: has, uh which is I a think, crime. <laughs> I think maybe he's been nominated before, but maybe never won.
1: Yeah, but man, he he needs his flowers because I mean, everything he's in, he's just so good. <laughs> it parts he played. Yeah, 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 and yeah. pretty much like throughout throughout. Uh, what's Bradley Cooper's character's name? Yeah. Uh, uh
0: Stephen Carmel.
1: Stephen. Okay, yeah. So, like Jen was saying at the beginning, you know, he's voiceless. He don't. We don't know who he is. It seems like he don't even know who he is. Um, but you know, as he started absorbing knowledge around, uh, of you know, people around him. He start to get a little more confidence. He start to you know get his voice now. And the thing is, like you don't, you still don't really know much about him. Like you know he's smart. You know he can adapt. You know he's capable of learning. But we don't know if that a, if that's a good thing or a bad thing with his character yet. <laughs> so.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we we continue to see his growth. Um, as he meets the new, all the different characters at the, at the Carney circuit. Um, and he's learning and picking up things. And, and the two characters that he really learns the most from are Tony Collette's character, the Sierra, and her husband, who used to have a, um, a show that they did where one of them would be blindfolded and pick someone in the audience. And then through words and movements, they would be able to read the person that they're supposed to like be seeing the future passed on. Uh And so Stanton Carlisle, Bradley Cooper's character finds the notebook and in order to go off and do that, he, um, ends up killing Pete.
1: All right. Yeah. I mean, not on purpose. I mean,
0: Prince him to he he gives him a bunch of booze, so he drinks himself to death. So
1: yeah. Just, yeah, on purpose. Yeah. I mean, but he asked for it. He's like, oh yeah, make sure you give me my <laughs> you know my bottle. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. So yeah, he did. But the uh, the the flip side of this tragedy is. You know, he gives a whole of the book, like, just kind of like the cheat sheet, so to speak, of being a it's, uh, Yes. Yeah, so it's like, just like you know, uh, amalgamation of number codes, word codes, right, and things like that. Like, if you see this, that means this. If this equates this, that means it got to be this. And things like that, so. Yeah,
0: yeah. so Stanton and Molly uh, take off from the circus to go make it big. And they do, but that's, you know, when, when you start to make it big, that's when bad things, you you attract bad things, especially if you're a shady character yourself.
1: Exactly.
0: And that's where, uh, Kate Blanchett's character comes in. Dr. Lilith Ritter.
1: Yeah, Lilith. And
0: she then helps them take their, their act to the next level because she's a psychiatrist she gives Stanton the goods on some of her patients so that he can better read them
1: mm-hmm. yeah so they're kind of in this uneasy alliance so to speak because um, like he like she's she's parceling him out you know, to get You know these people, but at the same time, like she's getting something from him. At the same time, so it's so it's oh man, it's just such an awesome like that power dynamic of you know the man assuming that he's the one in power and doing the manipulating, but it's far from it (laughs) in the the bigger picture. A bigger picture of the scheme
0: yeah and, and Kate Blanchett just does a wonderful job of playing the I'm just like the female character that's just sort of here to help you and you know we're in this together and I'm not a threat and you know let me just be your partner <laughs> but I'm sort of subservient to you and then that all changes at the end
1: oh yes Yes, as only Cate Blanchett can deliver. Ugh, yeah, that's a, that, and that's another actress. Like once you see her in something, especially if she's playing someone that you don't know if she's good or she's bad, like she's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's awesome. Um, and so with the revelation of kind of um, him finding out certain things about her. And this patient that they were setting up to, I guess, hustle, if you will. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Things, you know, things don't go well. Um, And it's one of those uh, arcs where like the hero, not the hero, but our main character.
0: He's a flawed hero.
1: Yes, he's definitely a flawed hero. Yeah, and so Given the decision to use your powers for evil instead of good, like you start to see the consequences of that decision start to, you know, hit <laughs> them full on, so to speak. Um, and the ending is kind of a full circle moment of something that the character witnessed. Um, I think the first like maybe 15 minutes or so when he's in the circuits, what have you, and sees this attraction, you know, with you know, with this man, and he's questioning like why you have this man, you know, like this. And Will Defoe explains it. And, you know, at first it's almost like a passing monologue conversation, but the ants bring it all back to the full circle. And uh yeah, that's uh out of way now. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean like this is the type of movie where you, you really have to pay attention because every single scene there's a little bit of foreshadowing to what's going to happen the second half of the movie. Yes. So, you know, the first two minutes of the film you think that Stanton is walking away from a house burning down, but really, like that's going to help. There's something that's going to happen in the second half of the film that will help tie all of that together.
1: together.
0: So every <laughs> single scene in the first half, it's almost like the 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 second half of the film is a mirror image to the first half of the film.
1: Ooh. agreed. It's,
0: and so you you see the like the rise, and then you see the the fall um, in reverse.
1: Wow! Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Two sides of the same coin. Uh, first and second half of the movie.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Wow! And yeah.
0: So, so conversations that you hear in the first half um, are super important for the the end of this end of the movie
1: exactly, yeah, and I'm glad you said that, I and mean, we cannot we cannot stress this enough, like you know if you have, if you drop in on this movie the second half, you're like, I'll well, get it it's what uh, what but
0: or, <laughs> or if you watch it like I watched it, where you were watch the first half, fall asleep, and then come back two weeks later and watch <laughs> the second half, you may have to go re-watch the first half.
1: Yes. <laughs> Very important. Yeah. There's a lot of puzzle pieces that was uh set up, like Jenna would say, in the first half for it to neatly fall into place in the second half. But but you wouldn't know if you didn't get pick up on the things in the first half. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So for Oscar reviews that we're doing, we're gonna give you guys our rating, and then we're going kind to of move on a little bit to the nominations for this particular movie, and then we're going to give our little, you know, our thoughts on the nominations and what we think will would we'll qualify or would we'll not qualify.
0: Yeah, so it's up for three, no, four Oscars. Uh, Best Motion Picture of the Year, Best Achievement in Production Design, Best Achievement in Costume Design, and Best Achievement in Cinematography.
1: Oh man. I def- I would definitely give production design.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. Production design is, is spot on. Yeah. Um like the, the carnivals, um, they just it all feels a little very dirty. I mean, I feel like De Toro is just he, he knows he knows how to direct people, mm-hmm. his vision to build out that production design.
1: Totally, yeah, and what he do with color in, in in his movies are just amazing. Um, yeah, and how he kind of kept the the color aesthetic within the era that we filmed in, just like in the Cape Blanchett's office. You know, it's like you know, like the color palette and how he maintained that noir aesthetic where like the hard lights are kind of cutting through dark spaces, like, you know, a noir. Actually, I I heard that I think for like a week or so they they were showing Nightmare Alley in black and white. Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: has been amazing.
1: Yeah, and, yeah, and uh, the crib was like, yeah, it's, it's amazing in black and white. <laughs> yeah, because like I said, if you see what he do with white and like shadows and stuff like that, like it's an easy transition just making black and white and the color yeah. was still work. Mm-hmm. I mean, the light, the lighting was still in our color.
0: <laughs> right, right. Um For costume design, um I'm going to pass on that. I mean, it just, it felt like an, any other 1940s film, or yeah. any film set in the 1940s. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you had to have Dirty Carnies, whatever. I mean, yeah. it's, it's fine. Then, yeah, at the second half, it's all you know, suits and dresses and champagne and stuff like, like you said, like we kind of seen it before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: so. And then for cinematography, it was fine.
1: Yes, yeah. Sometimes, I mean, I would, I wouldn't be mad if they won. If he won cinematography, like if it went to Nightmare Alley, like I wouldn't be mad. All right, but
0: yeah,
1: yeah, I but. Agree. But so, yeah. Agreed. Agreed. No, wait a say, But what, what?
0: I mean, the the thing with this movie and The Shape of Water is that that I don't feel like he's done in all of his films. Was that he he's starting to do the everything has to have this dark overtone to it, which I think messes up with some some of the cinematography.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's so, true. You know, he's. He's a dark guy.
0: Feeling <laughs> yeah, on putting tents on on the entire set of a film.
1: <laughs> true, true. Yeah, so that yeah. I mean, like I said, I, I know I know it's not gonna get it, but if if it's like a fluke, like a fluke that it won, I'm like, all right, cool. I mean, it wasn't a bad looking movie by any means. Um, so, so, so we have conversations ahead, but yeah, no, nah, it's not getting film of the year. It's not going to be
0: Um, But going to your note about William Defoe. so William, William Defoe has been in uh, six films that were nominated for the best picture. So I feel like, I think this is actually number seven for him. Mm. Uh, so I feel like casting him in a film is sort of good luck to be nominated.
1: <laughs> True. Even or though bad. he's not going to be nominated. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Wait a minute, because I think he, uh, was he nominated for Platoon back in like when that came out? Because it was like nominated for a shitload of cameo awards that year when it came out.
0: Um, I don't know. It's not on his on his trivia page. so okay. not
1: sure. Yeah, it's fine. Well that,
0: and, that was one of the best pictures, one of the films that he was in that was nominated for best picture.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he was amazing in that too. So but yeah, you're right. I guess that's like the Lucky Rabbit's foot, have Wood to in your movie. <laughs> so like he might not, not he might not get nominated, but your movie will. Right,
0: right, right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Crazy.
0: Uh, so this is up for Best Picture. Um, along with Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Dune, King Rich Richard, Licorice, Pizza, uh, Power of the Dog, and West
1: Side Story.
0: So, do you think this film has any chance?
1: It's not. It's not. I mean, oh, well, the reason why is, one, Um, it's funny that... Disney kind of torpedoed their own movie, like to drop Nightmare Alley, like right in the Spider Man, like where it was like sucking up all of the like box office receipts, and just like throw it right there, like to the point where like no one really no no one really seen it. No, actually in theaters, no one's seen it. Um, right. I, luckily, you know people are watching it now on streaming, but you know it didn't it didn't go nowhere in theater, so I mean they're not so I don't think it's now it's not gonna get best picture it's not i mean I, even though like out of all of those movies like i you know if it feels one of those like shockers like that Alley one like i I wouldn't toss tables over because i I enjoyed the movie I'm like okay like whatever okay it got it whatever um but it's but it's not it's not gonna get. it.
0: <laughs> so with our rating, uh sit on the sofa and watch it, have it on in the background, or go outside and avoid it like a plague <laughs> or take it on like the plague. Uh what would you what what's your rating?
1: Uh definitely sit down. Spend at least at least once, because like me and Jen was saying, it's one of those movies you have to watch <laughs> because if the honestly I was gonna say the ending was one of the best endings I've seen uh, like all year in a movie because the payoff was just so calculated. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it weird. and I kind of miss movies like that. Like, we don't make, like, Hollywood don't make movies like that where you have to really just kind of listen to conversations and actually study, like, the characters you're watching in the movies and you know, I don't know. I, I think I'm pre. It's it, it, it's 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 a product of storytelling that's not really around anymore, and I I definitely appreciate it. So yeah, I give it a sit down.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I give it a sit down to make sure you have some caffeine. Um, yeah,
1: it's not a short movie. This yeah,
0: thing. it's two and a half hours long. Don't be tired when you sit down to watch it and don't split it up like I did because you'll just be confused. Um, but it is a sit down. It is, it is entertaining and and the story flows and keeps you engaged and the ending does have a nice little payoff to things that happened at the beginning.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's just one of those, damn! <laughs> um, and,
0: yeah, and for all of my super, Supernatural fans out there, um, Bobby's in it. So...
1: Where, where, where was he? Where was he?
0: he's plays the sheriff.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bobby's in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah so there you have it guys, Nightmare Alley. Um, up for four noms for the Oscars. Um, yeah, if you haven't seen this it, on HBO Max and Hulu. So, yeah, definitely check it out. It was a good, you know, noir old school feel, you know, if you like those kind of movies. Um, yeah, and we will catch you guys next week with another Oscar-nominated feel. Until then, we everyone talking safe physical distance again.
0: Get your vaccines.
1: Please. <laughs> please."